I'm your host, Liam Flanagan, a.k.a. DJ Flash Gordon, quarterback, New York Jets, a.k.a. G- DJ FGQB NYJs. Today is Wednesday, June 16th, and oh, what a show we have for you. We're live on Shady Pines. What's up, Shady Pines people? Give us a text. Our text line is open, and the number is 971-361-9396. Give us a shout, and we'll give you a shout out. Folks, I want to thank all our sponsors, of course. Bob's Anxiety Relieving Back Rubs. Hey, you look tense. Come on over to Bob's Anxiety Relieving Back Rubs. Bob will work it out. And we want to thank Paul's Calming Juice. Looks like you need to calm down. Try Paul's Calming Juice, made with real alcohol. And lastly, I want to thank Marijuana. Not an actual sponsor, but boy, does it help. Thanks again to those sponsors. If you or your business would like to be an actual sponsor for Good Mid-Morning, contact me at Liam at podland.productions. Folks, joining me today to talk about life and how we deal with it are two pretty tremendous people. As always on Wednesdays, comedian, actor, news junkie, it's Arlo Warehouser. Arlo, good mid-morning. Nothing? Okay. <laughs> uh, yep, no, what's going on? It's always something with Arlo. Uh, <laughs> but joining us uh, live in the studio, uh, where, now I've lost my place. Thanks, Arlo. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> here we go. <laughs> and joining us, where am I? Uh, where am I? And joining us is <laughs> a vlogger, radio host on 98.7 The Bull. And up until the pandemic, she could be seen hosting t- uh, tonight with Cassidy on KGW. It's my pleasure to welcome Cassidy Quinn to Good Mid-Morning. Good Mid-Morning, Cassidy. Good Mid-Morning. I was hoping you would introduce me because I was just like <laughs> giggling in the background as things are happening. So I can't keep quiet for yeah, long. <laughs> no, that's fine. Uh, Arlo can keep quiet, though. <laughs> <laughs> Um, That's like a really good talent in radio, right? You just yes. be it's silent. The, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> it's the new mic. It's the new mic that I kept uh, harassing them oh, to get no. uh, to, to plug in. So really, it's my fault. Um, anyway, how are you this morning? I am good. This is the first time that I've been in a studio, like somebody else's studio. I don't even know if I can call my house a studio, barely, since... Doing Tonight with Cassidy in March 2020. So this feels bizarre. It kind of feels like the first day of school. I was like nervous driving here like, oh my gosh, are people going to like me? What am I going to say? Oh my gosh. But this, it's exciting. Yeah. So thank you. I'm honored. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> I'm, we're honored to have you. Thank you. Yeah. So uh, tell us a little bit about uh, what you've been doing. You know, the, the pandemic, you were, you know, you had the show Tonight with Cassidy. Yep. Things were going great. That was a thing. Yeah, things were going great until dun dun dun. Yep. What? This pandemic thing? <laughs> Who knew about that? Yeah, and the the funny thing about when Tonight with Cassidy went on hiatus is that I was home with COVID. <laughs> really? Unofficially because that was like March 10th, 2020, so they you couldn't even get a test yet. Yeah. Unless you were like in the hospital, right? Yeah. So luckily, my boyfriend and I were not sick enough to be in the hospital. So therefore, we couldn't get a test. Yeah. Uh, but unofficially, home with COVID, got the call. 
oh, the show's going on hiatus for a couple weeks. We're going to do this, like, COVID Q&A thing. And then we never went back. But since then, I really grew to learn or to love working from home, which I always thought I would love. But I could never do it. Like, in a TV job, how can you work from home? Because yeah. you don't have the studio, obviously. But in a pandemic, everyone has to figure out how to work from home. Uh, and I loved it. I got to work on my own content, which meant focusing more on my YouTube channel and radio stuff for the bowl. And then started developing my own podcast called Mentally Together, which is all about mental health. And it's very much aligns with what I was doing before, you know, talking and entertaining people. But at the same time instead of doing like two minute live segments, I get to have hour long conversations with people and yeah. it feels so good. That's awesome. Thanks. That's a, a, a nice COVID pivot story. Yeah. You know? Who doesn't want to talk me? about oh, their brains now? You. Yeah, we got Arlo. <laughs> good good mid morning, Arlo. Wait, it was, keep us on I, our toes. I it and everything. Yeah. <laughs> and then I touched a button. <laughs> There's your problem. There's you know, if the, if my first time back on like live radio, TV, whatever, didn't have some kind of live mishap, it would just be a disappointment. Yeah. So yeah, and if Wednesday, and if Wednesday didn't have some sort of <laughs> mishap, okay, cool it off. <laughs> uh, oh, how are you this morning? Okay. Who knows? You, who knows? <laughs> Hopefully, you. <laughs> I know. I'm going on uh, two hours of sleep for the last two days oh man total and or like two each night two at night time oh <laughs> and then a 30 minute nap for the last two days so yeah i don't feel great um but that's okay yeah oh, that's man. all i mean it's not you should nothing probably... <laughs> it's nothing even traumatic I, my brain's just like you know what else yeah some other stuff let's I've, think about it you should watch let's get into it you should watch awake on netflix no yeah <laughs> it's all about people who can't sleep it's a terrible yeah. movie and i actually don't recommend it but yeah <laughs> yeah I burned, and you can't sleep I, yeah <laughs> I, I burned through an entire new show that sweet tooth it's like based on a graphic novel yes um that's i burned through that that's completed. so it's good that looks bizarre i was trying to decide watching the trailer whether it looked like it was gonna be really good or just really weird the best description I heard of it is that it's a cross between the road and Bambi, which like <laughs> the road and just Bambi? questions never anybody wow. ever asked. It's like what if? Wow. Um, yeah. The graphic novel is really cool, and its cast is beautiful. It's written. Yeah. I have some notes. <laughs> uh, but it's fun. Go watch it. And the kids are so. You'll cute. never be more mad at the, at a cuter kid. Yeah. You'll never be oh more. Oh my gosh. Writhingly pissed off at a more adorable dear boy in your whole life. Well, that's that's a feeling I've been looking for. So. Right. Being pissed right? off at a kid. <laughs> new experience. Uh, it's not a new experience for me. <laughs> we dear children. <laughs> I don't have children, but we live in between two houses that do, and they both have trampolines. So mm. you know, you know what I'm <laughs> saying. That's, that's I thought we were going to say the deer out there. <laughs> oh boy. Well, what do we want to talk about first? Oh my god. So many things. So many things. <laughs> I I I know. Okay, great. I'm glad somebody does. <laughs> uh, do we want to get into mental health or do we want to talk? I mean, do, 
because I've got stuff. Yeah. Juneteenth, well, the Senate unanimously approved a bill on Tuesday that would um, make Juneteenth the date commemorating the end of chattel slavery in the United States, a legal public holiday. And I feel like they did this instead of a bunch of other shit yeah. <laughs> that they should have should be doing. Um, and but this same... one also seems like such a quick thing. They could also do all the other shit, right? Like, they just still do this. Uh-huh. <laughs> but here's a little treat. Here's a new holiday. Never mind critical race theory. Mm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Just give so, them a holiday and they'll be happy. Yeah. Right. There's a series of tweets that I wanted to read from because I think it encapsulates the situation very, very well. Uh, from Robert Simmons III. America making Juneteenth a national holiday while banning people from teaching about it in schools is ironic. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this from Ida Bay Wells. It's like a bad movie script. Arizona teachers could face a $5,000 penalty if they allow classroom discussions or controversial topics such as racism <gasps> or fail to give equal weight to divisive topics under provisions of last minute amendment. They no. can be fined. That's for- great. Well, <laughs> teachers have so much money. So, yeah, you know. Exactly. That's exactly That's what teachers need and, is yeah. fines for teaching. For teaching actual real things. We made a holiday based on a historical event. And then we're like, don't ever talk about the event. Don't talk about the event. Yeah. Don't ever talk about it. What happened on June 19th? We can't talk about it. Enjoy your holiday. Didn't have to do with racism. (laughs) Definitely not that. No. Banned. 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 Oh. That's the only news I wanted to talk about. Oh, today. good. I don't want to talk about any other news. Well, I, I mean, I did have one. I have one news story too, and that's it. Uh, mm-hmm. In batshit crazy news, uh, <laughs> MTG Marjorie Taylor Greene is now apologizing weeks after the what? comments were made, uh, and only because she's getting her uh, wrist slapped for comparing Nazi uh, or Nancy's Pelosi's safety precautions with mask wearing to Hitler and the Holocaust. Yes, I see what I did there. And I quote, <laughs> uh, uh, you, uh, you know, we can look back at a time in history where people were told to wear a gold star and they were definitely treated like second class citizens so much that they were put on trains and taken to gas chambers in Nazi Germany. And this is exactly the type of abuse Nancy Pelosi is talking about. Folks, this is uh, an actual representative from the great state of Georgia who the House has voted to remove from her committee assignments after reports all of them of her comments surfaced showing her encouragement of political violence, suggesting that Parkland, Florida school shootings was a false flag operation and a conspiratorial claim that a space laser controlled by Jewish financers had started a California wildfire in 2018. It's like the argument for critical race theory personified. <laughs> Just a walking embodiment of why. You know, we should be we should be teaching history. We should be teaching history. Sometimes I wish like sighs were were more audible into a microphone because mm. that yeah that's Get in what there. I'm doing over there. Yeah, you're not working hard uh, enough. There you go. <laughs> you got to really commit. To yeah. it. <laughs> Feels good though. That's like lets it out. yeah (laughs) anyway that's yeah those were mine that's my news story now let's talk about fun stuff like mental health (laughs) yeah so uh so what uh what was it that got you that when what was it that when you were that made you decide hey i'm gonna start doing a podcast about mental health so i was diagnosed with anxiety and depression almost three years ago and then 
ADHD just to complete the trifecta back in November, uh, the week of the election. Thank you. Thank you. Um, And so I just keep learning more about my brain. And I feel like every time I learn something or get a diagnosis, although there's a bit of a, oh, great, like, here we go again. Are we going to do a medication? Like, what are we doing next? At the same time, it always feels like I unlock something. Like, I learn something that helps me work with my brain and figure it out a little bit more still don't have it all figured out at all um and then the more i talk about it the better i feel for the most part like actually letting the feelings out having conversations and it took me a year between like getting the diagnosis first time and actually like making a video on the internet telling people about it because it felt like a huge deal it felt like oh my gosh like this is scary i'm gonna tell people i have anxiety and depression and ah what's gonna happen and then i did it and nobody freaked out i didn't freak out like it just felt good yeah. and instead of anything bad happening what happened was just coworkers, friends people popping out of everywhere being like hey me too yeah. i got this thing or hey my mom hey my brother whatever and it just felt like it just felt really good and it felt like something that we need more of and so I had wanted to start my own podcast for a while but didn't really one of those like I want to do something but I don't know what I want to say and what I want it to be about and the more I thought about it this just felt like a topic that am I the expert no am I the person that has suffered the most in the world absolutely not but I can have on other people to share what they've learned and what they've struggled with so that we can all just keep learning from each other and go like oh that worked for you maybe it'll work for me maybe it won't maybe it's something on next week's episode will so yeah yeah awesome uh i love i've got like a personal preference for anyone who was diagnosed late yes <laughs> because it it is like a treasure map <laughs> just got laid out in front of you you're like oh i've been gaslit my whole life yeah. <laughs> okay I ju- the yeah. episode i just released on monday was with a woman renee brooks who has a blog called black girl lost keys and she specifically makes it for black That's women great. with adhd talking to them about how to live life with adhd and she she herself well she was diagnosed twice as a kid but her parents were like no we don't need that whatever so then actually diagnosed at 25 And when I talked to her about it, she said being diagnosed later in life can be like meeting a version of yourself that like meeting a person you didn't even know existed, but it's you like you are the person. I was like, oh, my gosh, you just put into words what's going on because I'm like, who am I? How did I go through three decades on the planet and not understand this is how my brain works? So, yeah, it's it's like finding dozens of like toys at the bottom of your cereal box you're like there's more. Oh, okay yeah. uh adhd tiktok has been oh, yeah. instrumental oh my gosh so i'm i'm in love right now with kind of generationally how we're moving away from like quote-unquote traditional perceptions of adhd and how yes. it affects us and moving into content creators making ADHD approved sized content yeah, <laughs> tiny little chunks of like hey by the way you might this might be why you're struggling with this and there being an, a culture of, of no judgment of just like helpful of heads up this is something I just figured out now here you go like and yeah. let me share it with you as well um there's a bunch of really really good creators that like uh, and there's been a bunch of articles just written recently about like I just 
TikTok diagnosed me with um, ADHD. <laughs> I'm 35 or whatever, you know? Yeah, I mean, because that was a big part of it for me, really, was being on TikTok way too much during the pandemic, which I said before the pandemic, like, I'm too old for TikTok. I'm never of going on there. Of course we did. Of course we did. Then you stay in your house for enough months and mm, let me try this thing. And then that was the end of life without TikTok. Um, and, <laughs> and ADHD TikTok was so quickly on there. And the idea of me having ADHD had been in the back of my mind for a while, like for years I had kind of thought. And then all of a sudden... Yeah, everything on ADHD TikTok. I'm like, oh, wait, that's me. Oh, that's me too. Oh, wait. Okay, maybe I should go actually talk to someone. So wait, H yeah. what is ADHD TikTok? It is uh, for, for people it's who don't know. Just a segment of TikTok. Like people, are you on TikTok? No, I'm oh, not. Liam's, Whoa. Liam's 74. It's hard yeah. for him. <laughs> well, and TikTok is very overwhelming. Like what, if you first get on it, you're like, what am I doing? And you probably open your feed and it's going to be all dance videos or yeah. dog videos and all these awesome things. Like people are freaking good yeah. dancers I mean, and I their dogs it. are cute. But then once you keep using TikTok and it looks inside your brain and listens <laughs> to does. everything you are thinking somehow um, and definitely everything you're saying out loud, uh, it figures out what you like. And so it starts feeding you people that are like you potentially uh, and so if you are if you have adhd or you're talking about it or thinking about it i swear then it starts <laughs> popping up in your feed and so it's basically just a whole segment of of tiktok i mean people say there's like adhd tiktok there's gay tiktok there's you know there's uh, all the, there's the mental health tiktok there's just <laughs> right. like basically whatever's in your feed you know right <laughs> a nice right. shortcut though is literally just plug in the hashtag adhd and yeah. then follow people like it's a good i'm all for the work like to get there quicker faster um my we've gotten to a new level in our household that um my talking about adhd has jumped to my roommate's phone and oh. feed <laughs> and content that's, <laughs> she said that's the other scary. day she's like i'm getting targeted ads i'm getting is she convinced she it. has adhd now or yeah no she's she's she doesn't she just she's like you talked about it now it's online uh it's truly a magical tool that it gets is. in there um but literally anything that moves us away from like the my favorite subcategory right now is roasting the helpful lists quote-unquote helpful lists oh. of like how to get out of your depression or like how to manage your ADHD. First of all, they're offensively long. Yeah. You think I'm going <laughs> to read that whole thing? <laughs> There's giant ad blocks between each useless little morsel. And it's like the most demeaning, <laughs> insulting, condescending. Try putting your phone away. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, try having a planner. Okay. <laughs> you don't think I have a hundred planners sitting in a drawer that I tried for a week and... <laughs> Carry one with you. I will fight you if you tell you one more time to carry something with me. I don't know where my keys are right now. <laughs> oh my that? gosh. Oh, okay. Yeah. So anything that gets us away from that and gets us into like more, yeah, productive talks. I'm 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 totally in love with. Oh man. So were you diagnosed later later in life as well? Yeah. Fun. I was diagnosed um, earlier and forgot. Oh. <laughs> 
And if that's not the most ADHD <laughs> thing that you can think of, I'm proud. Um, that's amazing. I, I like definitely did a good job of like blocking it off, but like generally, genuinely, it came up in therapy years later, and I was like, oh, I knew I was supposed to do something. Damn it! I knew it. I knew I forgot something. That's the thing I've been forgetting. It's just been in my brain. Oh my gosh. Like a real diagnosis later in um, about 30. That I was like, yeah, okay, now I'm going to stop being mad at myself for stuff that I'm clearly never going to do. Like, That's I'm never going to be good thing. at stuff. Like, it's a just specific not... skill set from neurotypicals. Just like not being mad at yourself for yeah. losing your keys, like, or forgetting yeah. to be on top, like being late somewhere, or forgetting something that somebody told you it's like it, i didn't mean to i just it left my brain i'm sorry but like not being mad at yourself and so it makes sense that then you hear about like a lot of people with adhd are diagnosed with depression and anxiety because how can you not be mad at yourself all the time when you think exactly. you're a dummy but they are you're really best not. friends you're not three. a dummy you're thank not. you thank yes. you <laughs> yes, I was told long uh, a while ago, a couple of years ago, that anytime I was uh, uh, got mad, like got mad at myself for doing something like that, I uh, had to you know stop and then tell myself uh, like congratulations or you know, hey you, you did it you finally did it. or you know like if you forget to do something but then you did it instead of going yeah. god damn it I forgot to do that you go hey I remembered to do it. Yes. Sure, yeah. it's late, but I remember to do it, and that's supposed yeah. to trick your brain or something. But I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, let's like, take, let's take a quick break, uh, Arlo. You uh, you did send me a, a list of songs, and I wanted to at least play one or two of them. Um, <laughs> Yay! Yeah. So you want to start out with the Annie Lennox? Yeah, it's just it's crispy. <laughs> it sounds good at this hour in the morning, and all the songs that I picked today are like mint, like for me, about me, like they're kind of um, mental health, kind of about mental health, but also Ooh. very fun to listen to. Excellent. Walking on broken glass. Right Annie on. Lennox. You're listening to Good Mid Morning right here on Shady Pines Radio. Here's Annie Lennox with Walking on Broken Glass.
listening to Good Mid-Morning right here on Shady Pines Radio. Folks, tired of the same boring routine? Sick of spending all your time at work and busy doing chores? Try ADHD. Routines will mean nothing to you. Your work can wait. Research Mozambique. Don't beat yourself up for losing your keys, wallet, phone, and glasses. You'll never know where, they'll, where they will turn up, how they got there, or what you were going to do with them. Get, get to verbal and physical stuff. <laughs> stimming? It stimming. does it styming, thank you. <laughs> Get to verbal and physical styming. It does feel good. Try ADHD. Side effects include memory loss. How refreshing. Anxiety. But what else were you gonna do between one and four AM? And a PhD <laughs> level of research spent on shit I actually forgot. Oh, did you know? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> stimming. 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 Stimming, yeah. Stimming. I want to get a styming thing, though. <laughs> I know, styming something else. Also, can you please connect your sponsors with my podcast? Because I um, think they'd be a great fit. Yeah, absolutely. It's a good crossover. Yeah. Uh, folks, we're hanging out with Arlo Warehouser and Cassidy Quinn, having a good time talking about mental health and, uh, you know, other things, but mainly about mental health. <laughs> um, yeah, let's keep the conversation going. Um do you want to talk about what you did new this week? Because you sent me a Me? Oh, my picture. God. Yes, absolutely. Ooh, a picture. Yeah, I had. Uh, so we went out to the gross out, you know, uh, the grocery. You're yeah, the gross out. I if love the gross, gross out. out sponsorship. I'm going to. That's my goal. Oh, man, that would be great. Um, I could get all the, the free avocado chocolate milk I ever wanted. What? Uh, actually, I wouldn't want it because turns out. Ate it. Folks. <laughs> chocolate avocado uh, oh. milk is not very good. Uh, I'm sorry. That's disappointing. Well, this this particular brand was not good. It just wasn't sweet. It was uh, it t- it tasted like uh, you know unsweetened chocolate. It was weird, you know. But it then seems like it would be. It seems like it would be yeah. what, thick. <laughs> it wasn't. That's what I thought too. I thought, well, this is going to be thick, but it wasn't. No, it was. I mean, the consistency was all right. Just the flavor was blah. It was just blood. But then we had a vegan dinner party on Sunday, and a friend of ours brought over uh, vegan uh, or uh, avocado chocolate mousse, <gasps> and it was fucking delicious. I was going to say, because like, I've seen people make avocado chocolate pudding, and I've thought that looks like a great idea, but yeah. I've never actually done it. Oh, you should try it, because the mousse I was like- fantastic. Anything that gets us off from putting bananas in stuff in places they don't belong. I'm yes. a fan of. Yes. Stop putting bananas in stuff. They taste gross and you can always freaking taste yeah, them. Yeah, good. Knock always it off. taste the banana. <laughs> always. Always. Oh, I'm yeah. so glad that I found my people. <laughs> <laughs> and like, uh, you're, you smell it first and you're like, no, fucking good. All right. So yeah, avocado. Yeah. Almost avocado. tasteless. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it's got going for it. Yeah. And then you can say, like, oh, it's a superfood. Look at me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, look at me. Sure, I added a, a bunch of sugar to it, but it's still a superfood. Like, yeah. when you, when, you know, when I eat those handfuls of chocolate-covered uh, blueberries or, you know, yeah. stuff like that, it's a superfood. Yep. I got tricked into eating acai I, I I, I blueberries because <laughs> yes. they're delicious when you cover them with chocolate, exactly. turns out. Ooh. Two of my self-favorites. <laughs> and dark chocolate, right? Also basically a health food so, so. it's a salad <laughs> in a snack yes. cassidy 
you, I just saw a note from you and I want to hear everything about that. Oh, yeah. So I, I tried a new thing. I've been taking this mindfulness-based stress response class online through Pause Meditation the Studio in Portland. And on Saturday, part of the class, we had an all-day silent meditation retreat. And if anyone listening has never met me or heard of me before, you probably have figured out by now I talk a lot. And I don't know if I've ever been silent for like eight hours straight. <laughs> and I didn't know if I could do it. Anytime anyone's ever said like, oh, I went to this silent retreat. It was wonderful. I'm like, I would love to be that person. I don't think I can be that person. But I did it. We didn't have our phones. It was on Zoom, which I wish it had been in person because I think, Weird. I, so, I mean, so, most wait. things are in person, right? Yeah, technically anyone can be silent on Zoom if you mute them, right? Yeah. And also, so wait, it was a retreat, but you did not retreat to anywhere? Yes, I retreated <laughs> to a secluded room in my house so that the boyfriend and dog would not bug me for the day. For not eight hours? Eight hours. You sat in a room on a Zoom? Well, so, talking? I know. I you know. didn't pay for this, did you? I, I mean, yeah, I paid for the class. So, well, the, the guide, Ryan, who, who leads us through this whole class, it, he talked. So he, you know, welcomed us, and then we did a, a, diff a series of meditations, like sitting meditations that he would talk us through, or some kind of like yoga meditations, okay. some mindful walking, which that one was pretty funny because we're literally, he was like, make, make like the space of a yoga, taking like very small steps, you know, rolling from your heel to your toe, trying to notice, and I was just trying to picture that I was outside, because I was like, this is, yeah. and and we just moved to a new apartment a couple weeks ago, and so there's just crap everywhere. Like, there are boxes, <laughs> and I'm like, I am mindful, this is peaceful, don't look at the pile of crap everywhere. We this are is a chaos yeah. time. Yeah, so it was a very good practice in mindfulness, but, and it was, it was really freaking hard, but I will say, by the end of the day, I had no desire to look at my phone. I was like, I don't even want to, I don't even want to do this. Like, I don't want to, I'm cool not talking. Yeah. Um, and even we had a lunch no. break and, you know, you obviously could on the lunch break go do whatever you wanted. But the goal was to like sit, eat your food mindfully, slowly, and then go a little walk outside. And I am very, very guilty of always looking at my phone, like, or doing, or reading something. Like if I'm mm -hmm. eating, I'm watching something, reading something, but. Yeah. Actually, not doing that. What felt did you nice. do after? Uh, I actually went to the pickles game. <laughs> yeah, let's <Brad>. pickles. <laughs> which was uh, I'm doing PA announcing for some of the games this summer, which is super fun. Tonight, and you'll be there tonight. I will so be. Fun. Will you be there tonight? I'll be there tonight yes. as the on-field host. Yes, I was hoping because Jeremiah said he wasn't going to be there. I'm like, yeah. oh, Liam better be there because I'm not going to be there by myself. <laughs> um, and but it was funny at the end of this retreat, the teacher said, just so you know, like you're all going to be extra vulnerable this evening extra emotional and so just be careful like be nice to yourself don't maybe go watch like zombie movies all night you know just be mindful of who you're letting in and what you're doing the rest of the evening and I was like well I gotta go to work and be surrounded by a thousand people and um a pickles game and I was a little nervous yeah. but it actually I felt great like my brain felt like it was working really well like i i don't know i probably said a bunch of dumb things but i felt like i was no, funny did. and on top of it that day and like and i was actually Start. in the moment you know like i wasn't overthinking everything which is how my brain typically functions i thought so. you killed it and oh, it, I, at one point i actually t i turned to jeremiah and i said she's killing you on the jokes right now <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm no Jeremiah. Oh God, Jeremiah! <laughs> Tiny roast. He'll think about that every day for a while. He got mad at me last night because, uh, well, the pickles game last night basically got rained out, except they were committed to having a game, Portland so they had a home yeah. run derby. Oh, it turned into That's a home run so derby because the field fun. was too wet. So they're like, "We'll get yeah. the we'll get home plate squared away, and we'll just have a home run derby," which was super fun. But at one point, That's Jeremiah it. was like, "Hey, Cassidy, what's this guy's name?" And I like wasn't on top of it. And I'm like, "Uh, oh, Matt." And so Jeremiah was like, "You left me hanging," but you know, it's, it's live. He said yeah. one mean thing. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> exactly. I think that silent Zoom retreat could be used for punishment. Um, <laughs> if I do anything wrong, like, and that's threatened, I'm so sorry. Like, I will... <laughs> Just make you be silent all day and sit yeah, on Zoom. Yeah, and pay attention and, like, face the right way oh, and listen. Yeah, yeah. Well, the nice thing <laughs> is, I mean, most of the time, everybody else's eyes are closed, too. So if you're facing the wrong yeah. way or whatever. I mean, sometimes I was out of the shot because we'd be laying down or whatever and, and that's kind of something i've realized yeah recently is like yeah technically they wouldn't know if i disappeared um Just for a while crawl out of frame. but like realizing recently how much and i already like edited my own video before the pandemic like i already stared at my face enough too much but like now right. we're on zoom looking yeah. at ourselves all the time and so but i did discover just in time for this retreat on saturday i didn't realize until now you can just hide your self view a little like you can oh. not just to like make it small but you can actually hide oh, yourself you so it's it go gone away. and i was like okay oh. we're yeah. doing this today because i don't need to be thinking about how am i yeah. sitting you know what am i looking like on this meditation zoom thing you i would have just uh, recorded smart. like a three minute video of me <laughs> sitting there and just then just had that it. on the background and that's what i used to do for uh meetings for x-ray <gasps> is i would just make a i'd make just, just have a video of me sitting there and every once in a while i'd take a sip of beer yeah and then oh put it down. my gosh <laughs> nod slightly did you do this as a kid because you always see in movies where a kid like you know, makes a recording of them snoring so the yeah. parent thinks that they're sleeping in their bed all night. Mm -hmm. Were you that kid? Uh, no, I was not. No. Oh, yeah. man. I wish I was, though. <laughs> yeah. The old Ferris Bueller. Uh, let's <laughs> let's check out another track uh, from the, the playlist. What do we want to hear next? Is, uh, Queen, baby! Yes, yes. I was hoping you would say that. I was hoping... This is this is, this is one of those songs that I play for myself to, to get anything done or to feel better that something didn't go good. There's a lot of Queen songs that fit this exact description. Um, uh, but Keep Yourself Alive is absolutely top of the list. It's just a banger. It is a banger. <laughs> it's so fun. One of my favorite songs. Uh, you're listening to Good Mid-Morning right here on Shady Pines Radio. This is Keep Yourself Alive by Queen.
Good mid-morning right here on Shady Pines Radio. Don't forget, folks, you can always send us a text at 971-361-9396 if you have any questions for either one of our guests about mental health or anything else. I mean, just send us a text. Why not? Uh, don't forget to uh, like the podca- podcast, uh, subscribe, give us a review wherever you listen. The more you talk about the show, the more people will get to enjoy it. And also follow us on the socials. We're at good underscore mid underscore morning on Instagram and good mid morning on Facebook. So there you go, hanging out with Cassidy Quinn and Arlo Warehouser. Woo! Yeah, woohoo! Doing stuff, yeah. talking about things. <laughs> you know, it's fun. We're having a good time. I'm having a great time. So Thank you. You may be going to the Olympics. Yeah. What? Oh, this is so exciting. I am competing. Uh, I will be joining <laughs> Damian Lillard on the Team USA men's basketball team. What? Um, I know. I've been practicing. No one knows how good I am at basketball. Uh, no. Uh, I am reporting. <laughs> yeah. In case everyone believed that, because I'm sure I'm really good at lying. Um, I'm reporting for the Olympic Broadcasting Services, which are the official broadcasting partner of the game. So I believe, because I don't know exactly what I'm doing, some reporting, some producing. Uh, I'll be covering the weightlifting and football not soccer i'm practicing saying football and not soccer because of course the olympics so we go like international european words there so it is football football the foot that you actually you know you actually use your feet not like american football um and i'll be reporting doing some interviews and then olympic broadcasting services takes all the official video so that then other news organizations that aren't ah. there can like use that video. So that's pretty exciting. Yeah. Hypothetically, a month from today, I don't know why I keep saying hypothetically, <laughs> I will be 
on my way to Tokyo. And it's felt like a hypothetical because, yeah. number one, I mean, the, <laughs> the pandemic is still going, right? And yeah. unfortunately, Japan has does not have a lot of people vaccinated. So there's been all these people speaking out, like, should the Olympics happen, blah, blah, blah. So I've just been over here like, come on, I want to go to Tokyo. Let's do it. And I just got my passport renewed. It came in the mail on Monday. And so now, thank you. Oh, my Good gosh. Job. Talk about ADHD moments. That is a hard one. Oh, well, <laughs> Yes, it's hard. And then I'm a dummy because I sent it in and I sent it to be expedited. And I was like, yes, we're going to do it. It's going to be back in a month and a half. Right. Yeah. Got my picture taken, send it in. And then I get a letter from the passport agency like a month later that's like, hey, you smiled in your picture. That's not allowed. (gasps) And and also, I mean, that's bad enough. But then and and then also they said you did not sign your application. (laughs) 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 you know that part that says uh sign here i just didn't do it so they said can you please i mean but i was kind of happy that the picture didn't get accepted because then it wasn't just that i forgot to sign the application so i had to resend it in but luckily uh the the wonderful passport people i got back in the same spot in line i didn't have to like start over so um kept calling them like hey i gotta go out of the country soon and yes now my passport is here and now it feels real like i will be allowed to leave the country and it's bizarre but i'm excited (laughs) uh yeah it feels fake huh that it might absolutely it's like is this is it happening are we doing this i think i hope i don't have my flight yet because they don't send it till like three weeks out so i'm like i think i'm going yeah yeah but at least like they're in charge of that. Yeah. I'm like, okay, you're, I just keep asking them. Like, you're sure I was not supposed to book a flight right. already, right? You're just please tell <laughs> I don't me. Have to. I'm not missing anything. Thank you. Great. <laughs> That's really nice. Is this your first Olympics? No, it actually will be my fourth. Fourth? Amazing. Yeah. Holy smokes. Which is bizarre. Uh, I volunteered at the Olympics in Whistler, Vancouver 2010, but I was stationed in Whistler. Uh, and then in London, 2012, and then wow. went for KGW wow. to Pyeongchang, 2018. That was the first paying Olympics gig. Oh wow! Because uh, if you don't know, there's a ton of volunteers that basically do paid roles, but they don't get paid for it, and uh, it's amazing the amount of work that volunteers put in. So that's what I did the first two Olympics. Got to go to Pyeongchang and like work for NBC, and then now doing something different. Yeah. So I've kind of become a little obsessed with it. Yeah. And now it's like every two years, I'm like, how can I get there? Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. That's so exciting. Thanks. That's so cool. Yeah. So you are. I you, can't compete. You know, I've never been that athletic, so might as well ask, go talk to the people that can do <laughs> overrated, that. Overrated. Yeah. Know? Yeah. <laughs> Leave that to the pros. So you're not athletic, but you are, you like well, you're, you love your outdoors, right? Yeah. I like be, I like doing active things i've never i guess it's, i've never been like a big team athletics right. person uh and i don't know why i mean i guess the first team i played on well i tried t-ball when i was a kid and i just like cried and <laughs> held onto my dad's <laughs> leg and wouldn't run around the bases so the fact that i'm now pa announcing a baseball game is uh hilarious to my father um i played <laughs> soccer for one year football. in seven- you played football. football i played football for one year in seventh grade and now looking back total adhd moment one time i um my my coach would never put me in right after the halftime because you switch directions on the field <laughs> and i would never remember 
which way You'll we get were there, going. Just not yeah. in the first and minute. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like we'll we'll put you in in a couple minutes. Just like hang on and get used to it. Watch which way everybody's going. You know, and didn't want me That's scoring hilarious. any goals for yeah. the wrong team. And uh, I'm making myself sound yeah. like a really functioning human today. Well, just you know, to make yourself feel better, when <laughs> I was when I was uh, playing football, uh, when I was a kid, <laughs> the coach would take me out because I'd be dancing. Uh, I was I was always <laughs> like a fullback, like way in the back, and, and they'd take me out because I'd be dancing, you yes. know, kind of like twirling around, like <laughs> looking at the grass, doing you know doing anything but actually waiting for the ball to come. Yes, so. <laughs> I love it. Well, we can all join our own team. <laughs> Of football, but I, I mean, I've always loved, like, I snowboard, wakeboard, I like going hiking, like, I like doing active things, yeah. but when there's less pressure to, like, it's not a competition. Yeah, not I guess that's what it is. I've never yeah. been into the competitive athletics. Like, exactly. I'll play with you. I just, yeah, I don't know. I get my feelings hurt if I'm bad at things, so I'm just like, I'm just going to do them and not compete. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Competitiveness is it's way overrated. Yeah. Anyway. I love it. That's why I would do anything. <laughs> it's, it's the only reason Arlo gets out of the gets out of the house. Is that I bet somebody else already did it. God damn it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> In seventh grade I petitioned to start uh a gender inclusive flag football <gasps> team because I was yes. mad that they were gonna make one for boys and I was like, This is bullshit. We're, let's get everybody mixed gender too, like everybody all together. I didn't want there to be like a special powder puff, and that's what they kept yeah. threatening to be. We're like, no, put everybody together, let us all play. And I did, and then got bored and quit immediately. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> they, you made it happen. Yeah. <laughs> did it like, continue? I just think about it. And I was like, all right, I'm over it. <laughs> <laughs> that was fun. Okay, bye. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Well, still an accomplishment. Yeah. You were, but like you know, you you got there and then okay, cool. We we did it. We're done now. Annoy the yeah. teachers were. <laughs> so we, uh, you were uh, one of the many people uh, who got a new puppy during quarantine. How's that oh my been? Gosh. Me? Yeah. Oh my gosh! I know. Well, I was like, wait, did Arlo? I don't know. Yeah. Um. Yeah. We only got him. His name is Summit. We only got him uh like a month and a half ago so we were super late on the quarantine puppy train but we had multiple friends that got quarantine puppies and we're like i don't know i don't know if we're ready can we do this but very casually browsing the adoption sites Mm -hmm. right like if the perfect puppy happens to pop up out of nowhere maybe maybe we'll go check it out you i mean you got to be ready to get a puppy if you're gonna go quote check out a puppy because once you see them if you already thought they were cute on the internet of course they're gonna be cute when you meet a person of course and he's a husky malamute mix he's see arlo's face like oh my gosh (laughs) he's really cute and fluffy mm. he's i guess eight months old now because they told us he was seven months old when we got him and he's got a lot of energy but he also just likes to sleep a lot of the day which is great a good balance of like i want to go on an adventure okay now i'm just gonna sleep for eight hours um and we've learned a lot definitely the first two we got him from the pixie proud the shelter in southeast portland and they oh they're great oh my so great they because they do a two-week trial for everybody and so that's nice which is great for the humans but also for the dog because they set you up with everything you need so like crate playpen food everything for two weeks so we showed up and we were like are you sure we don't need to like have a bunch of things yeah they're like no just be like mentally as ready as you can we sat there for two hours so they could go through a bunch of training stuff uh and there were moments in the first two weeks where we were like nope we can't do it 
We yeah. can't do it. He's going crazy. It's yeah. nine o'clock and he's running around the house. And <laughs> but after the two week trial, we're like, we cannot. How could we get rid of you? We love you. And I just want to cuddle and play with you. And yeah. So yeah, now I'm one of those obsessive dog parents that takes 500 pictures. If you follow me on Instagram, Perfect. basically yeah. all of my Instagram stories are just the dog now. So, um, yeah. Yeah. We did the we we kind of did the same thing. We were a little late. Uh, we got Pepper uh, <laughs> from the Humane Society, and, but but we had do, been doing the same thing. Like w- we had a uh, an alarm set that would go off at six o'clock, and that's when they'd put all the new puppies up. Oh. So oh, you were committed. We were, and <laughs> yeah. We were looking all year, like the whole year, like still, like maybe we found one. We're like, oh yeah, let's let's you know let's try and get that one and the people were like well they don't really get along with other dogs and you know we have an older dog so yeah just kept waiting and waiting and then we saw pepper and you know went and uh met pepper with seamus took seamus they automatically were like cool with each other and so uh you know we took her home and but the exact same thing like two weeks in because I we started this show the same exact mm. and my wife started her uh, working as a real estate agent the same week that oh, we got perfect. the puppy. So there was like two weeks later, I was like freaking out, like I can't, I can't handle it because she was a terror. But now she's a dreamboat, but and also I feel a terror. Like people don't a lot of you never hear that. Like you see, oh, I adopted this perfect dog. Yeah. I'm posting these pictures on my adventure with it. Like you never hear that you freak out for two weeks like i was convinced there were a lot of tears of like i don't think i'm ready i'm sorry like this dog seems great but i can't do this like i'm sacrificing the self-care that i've been working hard to like build into my routine my routine's gone and then you just fall in love and then it's doesn't matter matter. yep yep (laughs) (laughs) no matter how many shoes they eat it doesn't matter oh my gosh how many comforters they've shred <laughs> yeah <laughs> they're just things you know those things are just things yeah exactly but, uh, you unconditional love them. yeah you know that's what we're going for yes unconditional love exactly you got any pets arlo no i'm a roommate of pets <laughs> you're a roommate and i think it's what? i think oh. it's good i think yeah. it's good that you, you to have gotten the dogs like in the last part of it because these codependent quarantine puppies oh my god yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, we we left the house for the first time like together and had to leave the dog at home and it didn't go great because he's had oh. someone here with him. Oh, at yeah. Least, ev- yeah. All the time, at least since I moved in before that, to, you know, roommate was working from home as well. And then uh, we have a new addition to the home, um, a man and a cat. And that's nice. Uh, wow. <laughs> and Both. the dog and the cat are just like very nicely looking at each other. Yeah. <laughs> And then being like, cool, bye. <laughs> but like, no, they're so polite. They're tiny little gentlemen. And they just, Aww. they're like waiting for the other one to introduce themselves. So it's like awkward. I'll just go over here. <laughs> so they're, they're just like on. humans Fine. at the end but, of the pandemic. Like, yeah. how do I yeah. make a conversation? <laughs> I've got some social anxiety here. Who do you want to go home to? That's weird. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, not with me. But you know what I mean? Everyone. Oh, God. <laughs> Everyone. Yeah, but yeah, I like being a roommate with of of pets. I like. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, you don't want to <laughs> own the pet, but you're, you're cool with having them in the house. Yeah, you know, just the birds like, are eating me out of house and home, and that's enough for me. That's a level of commitment that oh, I can. You got your bird window. Yeah, I got bird windows. They're you outside. Got... They're. I mean, oh, I'm naming oh. them, but they're not mine. <laughs> 
but you have like a whole setup where you can just stare out the like right there where you yeah. just, I just saw it's you beautiful. look out the window. Yeah. Um, and it's, the, the, um, oh yeah. And there's a bird that, feeder that there. Good. That's awesome. The hummingbird feeder has been a huge hit and, yeah. um, they're fighting and I think I, yeah, they're very, they, they're territorial hummingbirds. Yeah. It's crazy. Whoa. But it's, that's fun. Yeah. So I look at my birds while I work all day. Oh, that that's sounds so, so calming. I needed, yeah. I needed to come to your house for my meditation retreat. Like have yeah. some birds out the window. It breaks up the trash trucks and the <laughs> mini bike noise and the constant drone of sirens, which I find comforting. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Very. <laughs> um, shall we get some plugs in? You know, we're we're winding down, and Arlo, yeah, you've got, you've got a, a pretty co cool show tonight, right? I do. This afternoon. This afternoon. Uh, <laughs> At like 5.30, um, we're doing a benefit show for Sister District in Portland, um, a wonderful nonprofit that's working on raising funds to flip the Senate blue in Virginia, um, and they, they do it for other states as well, strategically. But um, yeah, it's with Greg Proops, who you may yeah. know and love as well, smartest man in the world, um, mm -hmm. been on everything. I'm a huge fan, so I'm excited. Uh, it's Zoom, so you can attend virtually, um, and much like the silent retreat, you know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but you can register. I've got links um, in my Twitter, ArloCW, or just look up Sister District Portland Project. Mm, hit that again. Sister District Project Portland. Sister District Project Portland. It looks like their website, because of course I just Googled it, is sisterdistrict.com. There you so go. Awesome. Easy to Thank find. Sisterdistrict.com. That's cool. I hadn't heard about them, so thanks. <laughs> I tried to pitch it before, and then I got lost in like flipping the Senate seats. And <laughs> like, what's it benefit for? Democracy. <laughs> Democracy. <laughs> I mean, that too. I think yeah. it covers it. <laughs> yeah. How can you argue against that? Yeah, but it's yeah. today. So today. register, and you can find out a lot, and then you can come see the show, and it's going to be very fun. Yeah, that sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, Greg Proops is, uh, yeah, I've uh, followed his career since, I mean, he's been around forever. Ever. Yeah. Uh, Cassidy, what do you, you got anything you got going on tonight? Ooh, well, I'll be at the Pickles <laughs> Games, 7.05. So will you. See you there. And then uh, my podcast, Mentally Together, wherever you listen to podcasts, also goes up on my YouTube channel, which is youtube.com slash Cassidy Quinn, where we talk about mental health and adventures and Definitely some dog appearances. If you like dogs, just just like go follow for the dog. Oh, I'm on there. Whatever. <laughs> That's how I get people these days. I'm like, I just cute yeah, dog. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> cute dog. He's like 70 pounds. He's still a puppy, but whatever. And then you just sneak in a little mental health. Talk, right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Come exactly. for the dog. Stay for the mental health talk. Yeah. Stay yeah. for the tears. <laughs> Good pitch. Yes. I like it. We got a new slogan. Thank you. You're welcome. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> Well, it was a pleasure having you both on today. I appreciate Thank it. You. Thank you. This yeah. was so fun. Yeah. Thanks for coming down. Of course. Thanks for having me out in the studio. What? Crazy. Yeah, I, I know. know. Kind of jealous you guys get to do it together, but it's okay. Yeah. Well, you should, I'm in LA, so. Yeah, why don't you, uh, you should <laughs> yeah, whatever. Up, enjoy the sunshine. Fly up for the game tonight, Arlo. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. You've got, what, you know, 10 hours. You could do it, you know? Between my show... I'll yeah. just do the show from the air. Do You're the right. show from the air. <laughs> it's virtual. I mean. Right? Yeah. Can you imagine? That airplane Wi-Fi is great. <laughs> really good quality. All right, Historically. folks. Historically. <laughs>